Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Mornings from 6 to 10, The Zone. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Good morning. This is Charity Seebecker on this Tuesday morning. I hope you had a great Labor Day and three-day weekend like I did. While it may have been kind of cloudy at times, today it is going to warm up again and be partly cloudy with a high of 75 degrees. Tomorrow will be mostly sunny and 81 degrees, and Thursday will feel like a normal summer day as it'll be a bright and warm sunny day at 82 degrees. Looking ahead to Saturday through next Tuesday even, we have some showers expected. So if you're planning to head out to the fields, be sure to get in this week yet. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist, has more weather details coming your way a little later. Talking about weather and its influence on markets, John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing, will join us later as well. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Whether you compete on the court, at the track, on the field, or in the fields, winning isn't just a goal. It's a mindset shaped, honed, and defined throughout the season. That's why farmers pushing themselves to be the best plant decal brand corn. Wherever you compete, winning has roots. Perform at your best with decal. Always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Wisconsin sheep flock is not one of the biggest in the country, but our sheep producers are very, very active. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And Pam, they're getting together for a festival that is uh, really fun. I haven't been there in a few years, but the last time I was there, I really enjoyed it. Bob, you remember when uh, the Wisconsin sheep industry used to get together at the old Holiday Inn at the south part of Madison? Well, believe it or not, this year, the Wisconsin Sheep and Wool Festival is celebrating its 20th anniversary. Amazing, fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and they will be headed to the Jefferson County Fair Park in Jefferson for the show that begins on Friday and runs through the weekend. And although you may think it's all about the animals, in reality, this show 
offers a little bit of something for everybody. We'll have stock dog trials. We have a lot of fiber arts. And, of course, we do have the sheep themselves. Talked about it with Bob Black from Columbus. He's one of the original organizers for the Wisconsin Sheep and Wolf Festival. And he says, as you might expect, diversity is what draws people to this show. Well, Pam, I'm really kind of uh, a little bit overwhelmed, actually, because we've had an unprecedented number of uh, registrations for classes, fiber arts classes this year, and a really big push to get catalogs. Uh, since middle of January, we've had almost 500 requests for catalogs, which I've never really seen before in the past. That's not a big number, maybe for some other organizations, but for us, that's that's really a step up, and it shows that interest has come back. Boy, that's nice to hear. And, and that fiber arts business, I mean, for people that don't understand that business, Bob, it's kind of specialized depending on what type of fiber you want to work with. Yes, it is. And this year we have an offering of 100 different fiber arts classes for people to choose from, which is one of the, uh, if not the largest, one, certainly one of the largest offerings in the country. Uh, so they can, they've got a really broad range no matter what their interest uh, with yarn or wool, um, we've probably got something that'll that'll fit them. Sure. Now, Bob, let's let's retrace our history just a little bit here. For people that don't realize, Wisconsin's always been kind of a gathering place for people that have been involved in the sheep industry. That continues today with the Sheep and Wolf Festival. But give them a little sense of how this all started and why Wisconsin plays such a critical role for a gathering of shepherds and people interested in that fiber art. Well, of course, the seed was planted way back in 1978. And the Wisconsin Sheep Breeders Cooperative started the uh, Wisconsin Sheep Industry Conference, which <clears throat> ran for over 20 years. Um, some people might remember that as being held down at uh, Madison at the Holiday Inn. And that grew producers uh, from across the state and the Midwest. And that was really, really where this whole thing got started. 20 years ago, and this is our 20th anniversary, uh, we switched gears a little bit and made it into a festival format, which would draw in the general public. And so that's where the fiber arts really took off. We offered that we offered fiber arts classes back in the old sheep industry conference days, but nothing that would parallel anything that we've got like today. So. Uh, that's really where it got started, and it's just taken off since then. I remember the old make it make it yourself with wool competition. That was kind of the impetus of taking another look at how we can use, uh, shall we say, the byproducts of the sheep and lamb industry. Let's talk a little bit more about why Wisconsin seems to play such a critical role when it comes to sheep in the upper Midwest. What is it about our state makeup, Bob? Well, I think you've got really interested producers and certainly uh, people who are willing to volunteer and step up to uh, to make things happen. I think that's crucial. Uh, and Wisconsin seems to be kind of a center point for that sort of response to uh, a need and in the interest of educating people. Let me ask you, Bob, as a, a veteran yourself in the sheep industry, 
there may be a lot of folks now that uh, are even more than before thinking about getting their kids involved in that kind of project. They've got a couple acres they might want. They feel that lambs or sheep are manageable. Walk us through a couple bullet points you encourage them to consider before they get engaged in the industry. And obviously taking the show in is one of those big items. Uh, it certainly is, and I would recommend that anyone interested in getting into sheep production, whether it's for the fiber, for meat, uh, for sheep dairy products, uh, that they get close to and, and actually use a, as a mentor someone who is deeply involved and is willing to show them the ropes. I think uh, there are a lot of people in the state that are willing to do that, but you need to get close up close and personal with a producer that's actually really interested in, I guess, making a living, making money, uh, showing a profit. Uh, that Those are key items that, that I think any new producer needs to uh, get close to and, and understand. Well, and the camaraderie. I mean, the sheep industry in Wisconsin is a very close-knit bunch, regardless of what breed you're looking at or what uh, avenue you're pursuing as far as uh, using those lambs. You guys are a pretty tight bunch ready to uh, point direction if uh, if somebody else has got to answer a question. That's exactly right. The Wisconsin Sheep Breeders Co-op is a good place to, uh, uh, to, to go to to find not only uh, uh, different uh, members that are doing different breeds, uh, but also for the education aspect. Now, let's do some logistics here, Bob. If I've never gone to the Wisconsin Sheep and Wool Festival, again, folks, it's coming up September 9th through the 11th at the Jefferson County Fair Park in Jefferson. Walk me through. Are there certain days that focus in on certain elements of the industry? I know you've also got stock dog trials that go on. So people have to understand there's a lot of different things happening over the course of those three days. How do you explain or suggest they run through their itinerary? Well, I think one of the best things, of course, would be uh, either to request a catalog if you haven't received one, uh, which you can do on our on our website, or go to the website and just walk through the, uh, well, we have over 50 pages of, of information there, different activities. Uh, you mentioned Make It With Wool. Uh, we've got three full days of sheep shows this year, which is a, a new, that's a change from previous years. And we've got everything from the Hall of Breeds to uh, newborn lambs and the first shearing demonstrations. You mentioned the stock dog trials. And, of course, the country store. We've got uh, 122 vendors from 15 states plus Wisconsin. Uh, there's just a lot to see and do. And I recommend that, again, go, go to the website, just take a look, and I guess Plan your weekend, because it might take a weekend to do it all. That's what I was just going to say. I'm tired already. Remember that website, folks, WisconsinSheepAndWoolFestival.com. Spell it all out, WisconsinSheepAndWoolFestival.com. Bob, as uh, somebody that's been in the industry for your career, tell me about some of the trends that you're noticing today. Uh, What are the growers interested in learning about? Are there some new genetics that are getting people excited? Give me a little sense on what you're paying attention to. Well, I think the one thing that hits me this year as far as the festival is concerned is we've got a renewed interest from the sheep dairy industry in this state, which, of course, 
uh, Wisconsin was was one of the leaders back uh, 30 years ago in getting this going. But this resurgence is pretty clear now for the Sheep Dairy Association of Wisconsin, and they are sort of partnering with us this year with the education. So anybody that's interested in taking a look at this business, uh, they will have a really good opportunity to get uh, get some information by coming to a free session on Saturday, which uh, will allow them to take a look at the industry from an overview standpoint. And uh, there will be a panel of both producers, processors, and sheep dairy experts available to talk to. So that, that's one of the things that really strikes me. Uh, and then, of course, uh, as far as the sheep industry itself, and, and we're seeing a, a gradual turn toward improved genetics. I think uh, the National Sheep Improvement Program uh, has really led the way there to get people more interested in, in improving lamb quality, improving fiber quality. So, yeah, it's, uh, there's some definite changes on the horizon, and we're going through those changes as we speak. You feel fairly optimistic about it, though? I do. I do. Um, there are challenges. There always have been for this industry, and there will continue to be. But I think uh, for people who go at it with a business sense, uh, they're definitely going to have an opportunity just to uh, succeed. Excellent. Bob Black along with us from Columbus. Again, he's one of the drivers behind the Wisconsin Sheep and Wolf Festival, celebrating their 20th anniversary, September 9th through the 11th at Jefferson County Fair Park in Jefferson. As he said, they've got more than 50 pages worth of options for you, from fiber arts to stock dog trials, and of course, all the sheep shows that are going on, as well as the country store. Check it out online, wisconsinsheepandwolffestival.com, all spelled out. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. In the field, it's good to have a friend you can count on. One that's hardworking, trustworthy, and always shows up. Just like LG Seeds. Our corn hybrids and soybean varieties deliver consistent performance across all your acres, giving you reliable yield you can expect. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit lgseeds.com for more information. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age-related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. 
We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. She's sweeter than a glass of chocolate milk and louder than a morning rooster. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. All righty, back at it after a long holiday weekend. Time to find out about this weather that's unfolding out there. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live this morning. Gee, I guess it kind of depends where you are this morning. It's a little cooler for everybody, as we expect at this time in September. But I understand there's places with literally zero visibility this morning. Yeah, some really dense fog here and there around Wisconsin. So if you have it, you know it this morning. Uh, for the rest of you, if you're not seeing it, you may see a little somewhere, you know, in the valley or down by the river, but that may be about the worst you talk about. Otherwise, we are in for a pretty fair day. High pressure is trying to build a bit further off to our northeast, and although that high-pressure system is here, I do expect some cloudiness to kind of hang on, especially in far, far southeast Wisconsin, In that area, there's even a very slight chance there could be a little rainfall here today. That's the real far southeast part of Wisconsin. The rest of us have a few clouds clearing out more quickly from northwest to southeast through the day. So La Crosse, Boston, more likely seeing a lot more sun today than somebody over at Beaver Dam or Fond du Lac. But nonetheless, there'll be some sunshine trying to break through. Staying a little cooler, a lot closer to our normals now, at least for today, But then we began to warm it up as we move on toward Wednesday and Thursday, heading back into the 80s. That's above normal for this time of the year. What about rain? Could very well hold off until late Friday night or maybe even into the weekend. I'll have forecast details right after this. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Even though a bid that you get looks great or a program looks great, make sure that you go and get a comparative bid. The easiest way to compare bids is a price per watt. So what the whole solar industry works off of, a simple phone call to Olson Solar Energy, you can find out quickly whether or not you can save serious amounts of money. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Soil health, it's the top priority at Midwestern BioAg. It's the first thing they consider with every product at every step. It's designed to build healthy, biodiverse soils to support healthy soil, resilient crops, and higher yields. Midwestern BioAg offers biological fertilizers to optimize yields during the growing season, all the while building healthy soil for the future. To learn what a Midwestern BioAg program can do for you, visit MidwesternBioAg.com. Midwestern BioAg, better farming through better soil. All righty, Stu, like I said, a little on the cool side to start us off today, but it sounds like it's going to warm up. Well, it's going to warm up, but uh, look at those cool side, if you will, Pam. Our normal nighttime low now in Madison should be 55. And the nighttime low at La Crosse being the warm spot is 58. So maybe not that cool. Fog and some clouds, especially east and north this morning. And then clearing skies becoming partly sunny in the east, even sunny in the west. In the mid and upper 70s, warmest in western Wisconsin. North winds will be around 5. Overnight, we stay a little more on the clear side. Mid-50s, more like normal. Northeast winds at 5. Could be a little fog again tomorrow. Otherwise, expect a sunny day. More likely up around 80. Low 80s of the cross. North winds at 5. 
Sunshine Thursday, low 80s, even warmer at the cross, 85 or 86 by Thursday. Those south winds at 5 to 10. That rain chance doesn't look too threatening, Pam, but it could be around heading toward the weekend. All right. No frost, though. See, that's what I've got to start asking pretty soon. Oh, don't even think about that. It's only early September. Come on. (laughs) All right, buddy. We'll uh, catch up with you tomorrow and see how this all plays out. You got it. See you then. All right. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, definitely making sure that we're clear that frost is not necessarily in the forecast, at least not nearby. Don't forget, if you picked up rain over the weekend, happy to have your rainfall reports. That uh, talk text line, 877-301-FARM, 877-301-3276. Let me know what you ended up with. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. In the field, the right partner can make all the difference. One that's dependable, straightforward, and is there when you need them. That's LG Seeds. From our hybrids and soybean varieties to our service and support, reliability is in everything we do. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit lgseeds.com for more information. Your tough jobs, the really big ones, deserve a hard-working John Deere tractor from Sloan Implement. Right now, get 0% for five years and $1,000 off on a 5E series tractor. No matter the size of your work, the John Deere 5E is the perfect fit. And when you take a seat on your tractor, your land stands to benefit. 0% for 60 months. Some restrictions apply. See Sloan Implement for details. Offer ends 10 Wisconsin Farm Bureau makes me a better advocate for agriculture because of the leadership development opportunities that I can participate in, specifically the Leadership Institute where you get to dive into the specifics of advocating for agriculture, policy development, and even more. WFBF.com. They work for you while you're working the farm. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. You would never overpay for something if you knew you could get the product for much less elsewhere. Much like you wouldn't pay $6 a gallon for gas if the pump down the street was charging the fair market price of $4, would you? So why pay more than MSRP on your next Chevy truck? Bergstrom Chevrolet is a local, family-owned company that values your dollar as much as you do, so you never pay above manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Bergstrom has the inventory to fill your fleet or fix you up with the truck that's going to pull your toys. So go ahead, shop around, and compare that final cost. If the guys down the street are blowing smoke up your tailpipe, jacking up the price on their Chevy trucks stop by Bergstrom Chevrolet where you never get charged over MSRP Join the Bergstrom Auto Family. yo what's up Beach here for profile by Sanford log on to profileplan.com get signed up for your absolutely free consultation with profile by Sanford they're over on the west side Gammon Place 
um, and they do fantastic things. Those one-on-one coaching appointments are so important. It's really the key to success. And that one-on-one coaching is going to be included in the new 20-week membership option that's available with Profile by Sanford. This is perfect for you people that are looking to just lose 10 to 40 pounds. Get yourself a nice summer body going on. Uh, They can help you out with that. So that's going to include that one-on-one coaching. Like I said, your custom nutrition plan, as well as access to all the latest technology, which really does help with your weight loss goals. Hey, man, they're looking for coaches as well. So if you want to be a coach, that sounds like something that's up your alley. 608-819-2301. 608-819-2301. That's Profile by Sanford over on Gammon Place. You can log on to ProfilePlan.com and get on the Profile Wagon, dude. It's Profile by Sanford. When it comes to custom jewelry, get to know your Denny's jeweler. The way Denny's works custom is based on emotions, and it's based on the clients, what they are feeling and wanting and looking for, and eventually it evolves into this piece of art. I'm Nick Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. My folks like the prices and the Chris Collini with a dirty little secret. Growing up, we were encouraged to track mud in the house. After all, dirt has been our family business for generations. Today, we rely on more than our boots to transport our nutrient-rich soils. We have bigger trucks and better equipment if you need it delivered. Or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Collini Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. You wear the same size, you do the same workout, yet her butt is high and tight. And let's face it, she's smoking hot. While you're just another sweaty Betty, what you don't know is while you're putting in extra time grunting it out at the gym, she is relaxing poolside. And why? Because she comes to Carbon World Health for FDA-approved M-Sculpt treatments. Her butt is a work of art because this technology is state-of-the-art. CarbonWorldHealth.com. So I bring a very passionate over the Milwaukee Brewers, Rob Reichel. Oh, but boy. even more passionate as the team he covers, the Green Bay Packers. Follow him on Twitter, Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Conley Media. Robbie, I have to ask you something. Dude, two running backs? As Romari Rogers, as Brian Gutekunst alluded to yesterday, is he going to be the RB3? What's going on with these two running backs? Well, keep in mind, the roster is going to change before they go to Minnesota. I don't know exactly how Evo, but, but they're not they're not set there, you know, whatsoever. The third running back, they're, you know, they're waiting for – Kylan Hill to come off the pump and, and, and to come back and be that guy. They, they, they obviously signed the two guys to the practice squad, you know, yesterday um, that they had released on, on Tuesday. I would think there's a pretty good chance. One of those guys is on the roster uh, on the 53 guys. When they go up to Minnesota, what, 10 days from now, um, I, I, we've seen this in the past. I mean, the most significant time that, that comes to memory is in 2011, they went to Kansas City with uh, with two running backs. I think they were 13 and 0 at the time, and 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 John Kuhn was one of them, and he's the guy who ended up finishing the football game because they were they were uh, you know they, they they had a running back go down that that game. So there 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 is almost no way for an offense to function guys the way it needs to with just one running back. They're not going to take that chance. They're not going to risk it. Uh, one of these guys, I think, will be elevated. No matter what they tell you about Amari Rogers, you guys remember the Ty Montgomery experiment Ugh. under 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 your boy Mike McCarthy, Evo, and mm, um, you know that 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 obviously didn't go well. This this whole concept of turning wide receivers into running backs is well, what about you know, Debo it's, Samuel? It's, it's, 
it's typical. It's, it, it, he's still a wide receiver first. Is, is mean, Amari Rodgers the next Debo Samuel? Your call's next. Uh, no, he is He is not <laughs> close to that skill set or talent level um, across the board. He's, he's, uh, let, let, let's see how this year plays out before we, we write the Amari Rodgers story. But he's a long way from Debo Samuel, Debo. And, and no, so, you know, to your initial question and your initial you know, point there that they are not going to go to Minnesota with two backs. They'll probably elevate Patrick Taylor would be my guess and, and bring him as the third as the emergency back. And in case Jones or Dylan goes down, but I, I don't think LaFleur is going to take that risk going up there in week one with just two backs. I want it noted that Debo Samuel was a wide receiver until he thought that that running back value meant something. And then he realized, actually, no, I'm a wide receiver. I want to be paid like one. No, of course. And I mean, kind of like Elton Jenkins right now, right? When when he goes to the bargaining table, is is he a right tackle or a left tackle? Well, if I'm Elton Jenkins, people, guys, you know, I'm hell yeah, I'm a left tackle, right? Because he played it for half a season last year and and, and showed it, if if he is in that position, which he very well could be, guys, a year from now. Um, you know, he, he's a top ten left tackle probably in in the National Football League. No, you're 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 spot on there, Nelly, in terms of the Samuel. Uh, the deal there, uh, yeah. Wideouts get paid, running backs don't. They turn running backs over every four years on a roster. You usually don't get that second contract as a running back. Samuel is smart. Normally, you're called almost washed up by your second contract at running back. Yep, no question. <laughs> yep. So, Rob, uh, other surprises here, and we'll do offense. And I know, and thank you so much, Rob. When you texted me yesterday and said, "Can I do two segments?" Rob, I almost asked you for a third. Rob, I would do any, I would do anything for you, Rob. I love you, Rob. Rob, so we'll, well, I just I just thought we had a lot of ground we to do. cover today, my we friend. We do. Yeah. I love it. Rob, you could have a whole hour if you wanted to. All right, Robbie, <laughs> when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, seven wide receivers? Well, you, you brought up big Mike McCarthy before. This is like Mike McCarthy moves. Seven wide receivers? I was a little shocked by that, too. Well, three of the – you know, I did the I, – I went back and I looked at, at, at my kind of past rosters uh, after the final 53, both uh, three of the last five years, they've kept seven. And if you remember, there was one year they actually kept eight and, and then made a, made a minor move a day or two later and got back down to seven. But, um, you know, it, 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 it really, at the end of the day, it, 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 they're in such an odd situation this year, guys. I mean, Rogers wants to go early on, at least in this season with the, with the guys he knows and trusts it's the veterans, right? So that's, that, that meant, obviously, guys like Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb were going to make the football team. Um, these young guys who, who I do think in the second half of the season are going to emerge and have a much greater role than they will, let's call it the first eight or nine football games, guys. You know, the Dubs, the Watsons, and the Watsons of the world. Um, obviously, they're not going anywhere, right? Watson's a second-round pick. Dubs is a fourth. Toure's a seventh. Um Gutekunst loves his draft picks. Uh, none of those guys were going anywhere, but you, you kind of had to keep veterans. I think guys to, to, to go with. Pam is the name farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest farm report with Pam Youngke. While school may be back in session and it feels like summer's over. There is still time to attend a County fair. I'm charity. Seebecker. Happy to be with you this morning. The Richland Vernon and Central Burnett County Fairs will be taking place throughout September. So those are your last three chances to get your county fair experience for this year. You can find out more by heading over to wifairs.com. While you're there, be sure to share your fair story in the Everyone Has a Fair Story contest. Maybe you got engaged at a fair, won your first ribbon, or 
went to your first concert, or maybe had the most embarrassing moment of your life. Whatever it is, we want to hear it. Two winners will be selected, a grand champion winner that will receive $500 and a reserve grand champion who will receive $250. To share your fair story, you can record yourself on audio or video or capture it in writing. If you have video or photos to share with your written story, you can upload those as well. So be sure to get your fair story in and take advantage of the last three county fairs of the year. If you're feeling more into fall, however, and craving apple cider or even caramel apples, or whatever your fall choice is, fall ecotourism destinations are the place to go. Fall ecotourism is right around the corner. You can pick sunflowers, go on hay wagon rides, and in less than 20 days, pumpkin patches and apple orchards will be ready for visitors. However, there is a nationwide shortage of starch, so it's extra important to support your local businesses and plan your visit to those fall agritourism destinations today. Farm team member Stephanie Hoff had the chance to catch up with Kate Farrell with Valley Bakers Cooperative. She shared how ingredient shortages and price hikes are impacting orchards and farmers market. Stephanie, take it away. Valley Bakers Cooperative, based in Greenville, supplies the ingredients for those baked goods to orchards and farm markets across Wisconsin and the UP. Kate Farrell works with more than 150 agribusinesses. She says the baked goods, such as donuts, cookies, pies, or breads, can triple an orchard's business. But this year is looking a little different when it comes to ingredients due to shortages and price hikes. Kate Farrell explains more. Well, Stephanie, there is a nationwide shortage of starch right now, which has affected a lot of other products. It's kind of a dominoes effect. We were able to get some instant clear gel in. You know, this is what folks use to make their pies and their fillings. Um, but this year has been extremely challenging to source ingredients. Valley stayed ahead um, by bringing in products early, uh, products and ingredients, and increasing our pipeline, finding new sources for our customers. So we've not stopped at, you know, sorry, we're out of that. We have found other solutions. Do you know why there's a nationwide starch shortage? Can you pinpoint the cause? I'm sorry, I'm not able to pinpoint you the cause, but... I've worked with several of my customers to find other choices. They've maybe have to use different products that they haven't used before. Or before this, even when we knew about it, I had customers stocking stocking up on supplies way ahead of time this year. Supply chain disruption, it's stemming from, oh, maybe it's a transportation issue. Maybe it's geopolitical, like the Russia-Ukraine situation. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's workforce shortages. Like, what are some of the things you're seeing from your suppliers that's causing issues? Yeah, it's all of that. I mean, Ukraine agriculture warns the country's winter grain planning is falling between 30 and 60 percent from a year ago without any state assistance. And... The, and the exports coming in, same for other exports from Ukraine. So, and then pricing across the board is higher this year on sugar and butter and flour. Anybody that's been to the grocery store have seen the effects of the higher, you know, higher pricing. And the orchard and farm markets, they just, they have to pass on the price increases to their customers or face compromising their own business. Everyone's facing the labor shortages. So, you know, you've got that. So then there's supplier issues that they can't run the full line. They can't run all the products that they used to run. So this everybody's coming up shorthanded. But as I said, we continue to find other sources and, you know, other products to push into the 
things that we're short on. Can you give us a sense of how much? The butter market's ridiculous. Oil, flour has gone up. Flour has gone up as much as $5 for a 50-pound bag of flour. Wheat prices continue. It's the oil prices. While the cost of that apple cider donut may be up, Kate Farrell says it's important to support your local agribusinesses. I'm Stephanie Hoff. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McVin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Wisconsin Farm Bureau is an exciting organization because it has a plethora of opportunities for young farmers and agriculturists, specifically a Young Farmer and Agriculturist program for members ages 18 to 35, where you can learn about leadership development, advocating for agriculture, and network with your peers. WFBF.com. You'll learn so much. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Your tough jobs, the really big ones, deserve a hard-working John Deere tractor from Sloan Implement. Right now, get 0% for five years and $1,000 off on a 5E series tractor. No matter the size of your work, the John Deere 5E is the perfect fit. And when you take a seat on your tractor, your land stands to benefit. 0% for 60 months. Some restrictions apply. See Sloan Implement for details. Offer ends 10 this morning in Chicago, markets are trending a little higher. December corn is up three and a half at six sixty nine and a quarter. November beans are down seven and three quarters at fourteen twelve and three quarters cents. December wheat is back up a penny at eight twelve. Barrel cheese closed up three quarters on Friday at one eighty five and three quarters. Forty pound block cheese closed up three cents at one seventy six and a half. And the double A butter closed up three quarters at 310. Currently, the October Class 3 milk contract is trading at 2010, 100 weight, up 16 cents. And November milk is trading at 2079, up 10 cents. Coming up next, we're going to focus on all the commodity news you can handle. We have John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing, joining us live to kick you off on this Tuesday morning. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. In the field, it's good to have a friend you can count on. One that's hardworking, trustworthy, and always shows up. Just like LG Seeds. Our corn hybrids and soybean varieties deliver consistent performance across all your acres giving you reliable yield you can expect. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit lgseeds.com for more information.
pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh? That needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local. William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Who was your hero when you were a kid? Neil Armstrong or Louis Armstrong? Roberto Clemente or Walter Cronkite? Rosa Parks or Sally Ride? You're the right age to do something you can be remembered for. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, any age is the right age to donate the gift of life. Learn how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Sometimes people think we're the bathroom remodeling place that just covers up your old stuff. It's how Rebath got its start 40 years ago. But just as technology has improved since dial phones, we've grown to become a total bathroom remodeling company. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, and affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, if it's an indicator of where we're headed this week, the Dow Jones Industrial Average looks like it might be making up for some of the ground that was lost last week. Joining us to talk about the markets this morning, John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. I want to remind you right away about their website, totalfarmmarketing.com, or their toll-free number where you can reach them at 800 334 9779. John, thanks for checking in this morning. So let's start off on what's happening with Wall Street this morning. Dow Jones Industrial Average, last time I glanced, up more than 200 points, kind of an abrupt about phase compared to where we were late last week. What news has developed over the three day weekend? Well, in terms of the stock market side of things, just a lot of volatility continues to surface out there. Friday was actually kind of an ugly day. It looked like things were going to rally off the jobs report and then wound up selling off uh, into the end of the day. I guess, to my mind, still keeps that tone in place that we got a negative market overall. Now we're just kind of consolidating, at least, even though we're up a couple hundred points here this morning on the futures, you know, that we're consolidating with that range uh, on Friday. But right now, that chart still looks like it wants to come down. It's the, the news flow in terms of what's the Fed going to do in terms of interest. Interest rate seems to be more on the bearish side. Uh, so, you know, that's something we got to kind of keep an eye on because we've had a heck of a tumble there in the last week or so uh, in that equity markets. And that's kind of had that ripple effect across all assets, uh, you know, because if the stock market continues to slide, we're going to see that risk off mentality in some of those higher priced assets. And some of those ag assets like corn and soybeans are running, obviously, at multi-year highs. You know, the value of the dollar continues to be robust, strong compared to most currencies around the world. That doesn't necessarily help us with our commodity movement on the export scene either. No, it does not. And we surged out the new 20-year-plus highs here this last week, strong again this morning, rechallenging that point. You know, again, we're just watching money flow into the dollar. Given the economic conditions globally, the dollar is still being used as a safe haven against some of the current conditions in Europe as well as Japan and, and things of that nature when you look at those currencies compared to that dollar. And that has that ripple effect. It just makes our commodity prices more difficult across the world in terms of competition. And we see that come into play in terms of the 
the wheat market and the coin mark, corn market specifically, uh, as there's still a lot of global supplies in some regions. And uh, again, we're just not competitive in some of those areas. That's probably some of the reason the corn market can stay limited here is just the fact that we still got to compete against some of those South American bushels in price. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about energy complex for a minute. That's something else that's kind of a leading indicator. What's been going on with crude oil? A lot of talk about are we going to cap Russia's output? Now they're uh, boycotting apparently any supplies to Germany. What, What do you hear there? Yeah, the energy markets is headline trade after headline trade. Again, obviously over the weekend, if you didn't see any of the news, OPEC decided to make a symbolic cut yesterday uh, in terms of their October production. That sent crude oil up over $3 a barrel in the overnight session. But again, now that you kind of look at the teeth of what's being put out there, again, it's a symbolic move, kind of going in the face of what President Biden was trying to get Saudi Arabia to do here to, to help out with some of those oil prices. They seem to want to keep oil around that $90 a barrel level in terms of where this market can function. But the market looks extremely bearish right now. We've drifted off to those highs. Again, we're looking at possibly breaking this lower. It might be a bit of a technical play more than anything. you got a lot of people pushing this oil market down. And that's concerning is also because of the correlation that relates over into some of the other ag commodities, especially the corn markets, about a 90% correlation there between crude oil prices and where corn prices go. So that's something we'll have to keep a watch on. You know, again, also, again, that Russian price caps involved. Also, potential maybe a rain nuclear deal coming together and that's kind of some of the things that have helped you know put some pressure on prices if that comes together that could open up a million barrels per day uh into the marketplace overall as obviously the administration wants to try to keep enterprises energy prices cheap for inflation purposes well you know and now we start talking about energy and consumption when it comes to the fall harvest are you getting any reports has the have the combine started to roll farther south i'm just wondering what this crop is actually looking like yeah, we're going to start seeing some movement here now. Again, southern southern harvest is starting to pick up, and, and as well as in the west because of some of the drier conditions, things are finishing out very quickly. And you, you go look at the weather models for the next 10, 12 days here, uh, things are going to stay on the warmer side and drier side across the majority of the Corn Belt, so that we're not going to put any extra weight on this crop. We're going to get things rolling pretty soon. You know, that could come into play on the price side of it, too, with some harvest pressure, even though things are going to be a little bit thin here at the beginning, probably because some of that weaker, weaker prices. So we haven't seen really any numbers coming in obviously those areas that are struggling with moisture are going to come in light but we'll get into that bulk of the harvest as we move into later september uh but again that's the seasonal time of year that we're a little bit cautious of price and and just what's going on out there and some of those outside factors are a big part of that john heinberg's along with us live this morning he's part of the team for total farm marketing again you can find them online totalfarmmarketing.com or always feel free to call the team at 800 334 9779 So how are you counseling clients, John, to uh, work in this uh, atmosphere? I mean, uh, you mentioned there was good value in the marketplace. I think there's still some good value out there, but kind of give us some risk management tips as we get closer to the harvest. You know, the biggest thing is as you're getting into the harvest window, again, here in Wisconsin, we've got a really good crop coming in most areas. Obviously, there's some that are just on the weaker side. It just happens every year. But you got to market your own crop and take care of what's outside your window in this time frame. You know, I go look at December corn, 660 to 670 on the board. That's a pretty doggone good price. We do have some price risk to the downside here. So, you know, want to make sure if you got some extra bushels you want to sell, get them locked in here now. Take advantage of that price. We can always find a way to shift risk later on 
to the marketplace. Same thing on the soybean side, $14 beans in here. Again, you know, that's a great price for November to kind of make sure we're moving beans off the combine. You know, the cash market's still dictating that we need the supplies in, so there's some strength out there, at least overall. But that we're in that window where that could start sliding a little bit, so it's something to kind of keep an eye on is your cash market and what's happening in your area. You know, so that's what we're telling producers right now. Stay active, and we want to make sure we keep some defense in. I mean, we're a headline away from things breaking. You know, of the grain prices right now, the soybean market looks the most shaky in terms of the chart structure as well as just the seasonal window here. You know, at least we typically see selling pressure into the 1st of October, and then the market can turn around. You obviously, keep an eye on the USDA and those reports. we got a big one coming up on the 12th. will be our next crop production numbers that we need to find out what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, just talk about, uh, you know, looking into 2023. Now a time that I should be buying some of those expensive inputs for next year, John? You know, it's getting to that stage. Producers are already having to look at that. And, you know, the biggest thing with that, if you are making some of those purchases out there, make sure you're coming back to the board and trying to cover some of those those purchases and then lock in some prices here. You know, margins could be a very big issue next year, especially if the corn market doesn't take off or the soybean market doesn't take off due to that South American crop that's being forecasted out there. So that's something I've been telling my producers now is if you're locking in those inputs, make sure you're getting out in 2013, you know, $6.00 sale in terms of the board is not a bad place to start as well as you know 1340 1350 on beans to at least make sure you're trying to cover some of those margins and we can always find a way to shift risk around you know keep some potential in the market form in the long term south america is looking at a big crop Right now, we're projecting a record bean crop over 150 million metric tons, as well as a record corn crop pushing about 125 to 130 million metric tons. Their acreage numbers are jumping very quickly, obviously because of the prices that are out there and available to them. And now we're going to start watching their weather very closely as planning is going to start kicking in here as we get into the middle of September. No lending issues for those farmers down there? Doesn't seem to be an issue. At least I haven't heard anything in terms of the news front in that regard. And again, they're starting to see some early sales building. They're already about 15% sold on that bean crop for next year. You know, so that just kind of tells you that they're looking forward to these prices and taking advantage of them. Wow. Okay. Good to know. Super. Well, we appreciate you kicking us off after a long holiday weekend, John. Have a good one. Sounds good. Have a great week. John Heinberg, Market Advisor with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, joining us live this morning again. If anything he discussed piques your interest, he is always ready to talk to you. The website again, totalfarmmarketing.com. A lot of great information right there that you can start with, totalfarmmarketing.com. Toll-free number is 800-334-9779. That's 800-334-9779. Or if you want to communicate directly with John, you can send him an email John H. at TotalFarmMarketing.com. John H. at TotalFarmMarketing.com. Getting us started with uh, all the news you need on a Tuesday. All right. Tomorrow we are going to catch up with our friends from the Wisconsin Beef Council. They are working very hard to pull together local beef producers that want to work directly with consumers. Maybe it's selling a quarter beef, half beef. Maybe it's more formal. Maybe you could help work with your local school system. We're going to find out about a local directory that they are launching and how producers can get involved with that. We'll catch up with you tomorrow morning. Same time, same channel. This is the Midwest Farm Report.